0: you are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices.
1: Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in him and it's hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man that security is deep nice. It, no names, these are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home, you must admit, it's kind of eerie, baby. Like Kim the Sky.
2: Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to a wonderful Wednesday. So excited. I have some amazing guests in the building. Melinda, Melinda Rabine is here to tell me more about Meaningful Movies Project and some of her film projects, some things that you can participate participate in and support. And then Pearl Nelson is here from Homesite, going to be telling us all about your pathway to residential home ownership. So I'm so grateful to have both of them in the building. But of course, y'all know it's the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right participate, help us grow by tagging and sharing the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day With Trey. If you cannot watch our TV show here, we definitely do have you covered because you can tune in and listen to us Anywhere you find your favorite podcast, just search Converge Media Network and The Day With Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever platform is your favorite. Go ahead and search for us and y'all will find us there. Shout out to everyone who is in the podcast world listening to us. We appreciate you sharing your podcast as you are being enlightened by the amazing folks that are coming on this platform. Thank you for sharing that out with your friends and those that you think you know could benefit from this dopeness that we got going on. Um, I'm also excited because right now I get to talk about films. Y'all know I love it all.
3: So I want to welcome Melinda. Hi Melinda. How are you? Good Trey. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Yeah. Thank you for coming. I mean you know I got to see some snips of your films and really you are a filmmaker who is bringing about some issues to light that we need to know more about tell us about what got you into filmmaking
3: um, what really motivated me is I used to be in front of the camera a lot and acting and I wasn't satisfied with the roles and I thought okay I will you know they say we'll make a film then and I was like all right I'll make a film um and they said just write something that speaks from your heart. And I was like, oh, my life's so boring. What, am I, what do people want to know going from audition to audition? And then I took a really deep dive and I was like, okay, all right. If I'm going to make something that I can back up and be back, you know, be behind it and back it up. And if I'm really going to show my acting chops, let's get real, Melinda. And, and let's, let's, let's take a deep dive. And so what I ended up doing is I put together a number of incidents that happened to me, but it's, you know, it's a fictional short film and it's called Asylum. And Asylum looked at um, the aftermath of trauma, the, um, the mental struggles we go through. And for her and that lead character, Jackie, it was the aftermath of being in a sexually abusive domestic relationship. And, um, but it was really to speak of the trauma that people go through in daily in daily lives that we don't even know, right? I, I think we forget how amazingly strong we are and we put up these invisible walls to protect us. And But we forget that we've got to let them down in order to really live and to get the help that we need and to be participating in life fully and completely. And so it takes the viewer on her journey and her struggles of what was really happened and, and the re you know, and what didn't happen and to come and to confront those, um, you know, shall we say demons and, and be willing to, do something that's sometimes so hard that we we don't even think that it's hard until we have to do it. And that's asking for help. Yeah. Well,
2: so much of this in terms of, you know, art mimicking real life. I mean, you're talking about things that folks do deal with and struggle with and mm-hmm. trying to find their place in it, uh, how they get out of it. I, I mean, I can foresee that there's so many different things that the audience gets to walk away from this story. And kudos to you for having the courage to shine light on this and make sure that, folks know um, about this issue and and maybe learn something Mm -hmm. too from how the character deals with it. So thank you for putting it out Mm -hmm. there. Uh, You also have some other projects that you've been working on and Meaningful Movies Project is an entire (laughs) uh, organization that is working to make sure that the audience can experience some great messages in movie form. Tell us more about Meaningful Movies Project.
3: Yeah, so Meaningful Movies Project was founded 20 years ago. It's their 20th anniversary. <laughs> um, but it, it, it paralleled with my work that I was doing with filmmaking and it, and when the opportunity came to um, work for them as their manager, I just, I applied and I was like, oh my gosh, this just really resonates with me. And what they do is they use film. We know that film is powerful, right? So they use documentary films as the way to bring awareness to issues that we may not re- think of or that are important to us, and um, to communities for free. So no one's ever turned away. There's various different groups throughout the Northwest and beyond now. And they open their doors and they show documentary films and they, they show films. I don't select the films. I help support them in ensuring that their events get taken off and to be as successful as possible but they pick the films because they know their community. They know what's important. They know what the needs are in that community. And then after the film is shown, there's a discussion and a space where it's open for people to have dialogue and a safe space, you know, because we're not always going to agree. And that's okay. That's actually a beautiful thing. If when we're able to speak from a place of truth, but through a place of kindness in our heart and people are listening. Because I think we can't grow if we're not willing to expand our mind and our hearts. And I always say, you know, through understanding, compassion is possible. And with compassion, great things can happen. And that is what I've seen with Meaningful Movies throughout their years. They have actively participated in bettering their communities for um, working in, um, you know, with the legislator on backlogs of date rape kits and, um, banding straws. And one of, um, the, the cities that we have a meaningful movies in, um, look getting the voice of the high schoolers. And when we were showing a film on homelessness and saying, Whoa, we didn't realize that we didn't think about, how many, number one, students are homeless at our school, and number two, how hard it is already to fit in. And if you don't have the right clothes, you already feel like you even stand out even more beyond the stigma, beyond the trauma that you're experiencing for being unhoused. And they um, work together to initiate a trendy clothing drive. So it's just wonderful things happening. And um, again, it's free for anybody. They can you know find that information online go attend a screening. There's screenings online for people if they can't go somewhere. So there's a number of screenings coming up in um, June. And, you know, it's Juneteenth. So we're really honoring and celebrating that and bringing awareness to that. And um, Pride, you know, Pride Month as well. So, um, you know, we're always trying to be on top of those important social issues.
2: Yeah, I think that's important in terms of creativity. And, you know, when we understand... Uh, again, the intentionality behind so so many of these events, there's so much historical basis to be able to be honored and shared and folks to be educated on through these creative platforms. And so kudos to you for doing this. I mean, I want to talk a bit uh, before I let you go about, you know, the organizing body. I mean, the film community here, Mm -hmm. you know, now this investment in film, you know, understanding the need to really build up our filmmakers here uh, in the Pacific Northwest and really creating that Seattle market that we know has been very dry for so many different reasons and essentially it created the market in Vancouver because people were like well we still want somewhat the Mm -hmm. scenery that Seattle could provide so it created a robust industry for Vancouver and I just want to hear from your perspective about how the this film community is really shaping up to take on some of these opportunities that are coming up in in film here in the city and in Washington state as a whole.
3: Yeah. Well, as you know, Trey, the initiative passed, Amy Lillard and her team just constantly year after year going down to Olympia along with the film community, just, you know, couldn't have been done without the film community too. And it's, it shows you that we really want to make a sustainable living here, and it is feasible and it's possible. Um, but we need funding, we need backing, and I'm really excited to see what's going to come out of um, you know this new opportunity. I, I've been in other communities, but one of the things that it's so beautiful up here in the northwest is the collaboration, the willingness to people to take someone in who's like, Hey, uh, you know, I used to do sound, but I'm interested in learning more about producing and bringing that person in. Or, you know, like myself, I was in front of the camera for so many years and I reached out to my you know, colleagues and said, Hey, uh, I'm interested in doing this film Asylum, which we just talked about. Would you be willing to be a part of this? And just, yes, yes, yes. Just constant yeses is what I heard. And, you know, now I'm on my 10th project in my 10th film. So, now to be able to do that with money and a care about equity, um, diversity and inclusion, I mean, because we have a board that's strictly looking at that, I think we're going to be a powerhouse like nobody else with a heart that is a big heart and really bringing issues to the forefront and not shying away from that and not shying away from the different types of stories that are told or the possibilities of types of stories that can be told. So I'm really excited to see and I'm sorry, I'm going to watch out LA (laughs) because here we come. Yeah, yeah. Washington is on the map now. (laughs) Linda,
2: thank you for all that you're pouring into this amazing community to help make it what it is today and for being here to shine some light on Meaningful Movies Project and your own projects. Kudos to you. I mean, 10 films That's a feat. Uh, And it's great that you saw that you had an ability to be on the other side of the camera to really help ensure that these stories do get told. So congratulations to you and all the progress you've been able to make. Uh, Make sure you look right there. If folks are wanting to catch up with you or Meaningful Movies Project, look right there in that camera. Let them know how they stayed connected.
3: Thank you, Trey. really appreciate it. Well, if you're interested in Meaningful Movies Project, just Google us online or you can find us at Meaningful Movies org. We're always looking for volunteers or feedback on films to show. Please, you know, send us an email. It shows you, walks you through how to do that, or you can sign up for the newsletter. You will, if you email, you'll probably hear from me and for information about my film works and you just Google Melinda Rabine films. So Rabine is R-A-E-B-Y-N-E. And I just want to thank Trey and her team for having me. Appreciate what you do to, for community.
2: Oh, Melinda, thank you. It's great to be in a creative community with you. <laughs> so I look forward to learning more. There's always a space. If you got a new thank premiere you. coming out, something else going
3: on, let me know. Well, I'll let you know when I get back from Italy where we're premiering our newest documentary. <laughs> so Congratulations. You. Getting picked up in a film festival there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Amazing.
3: Best documentary and best director. There
2: you go. (laughs) I can't wait for you to bring home the win. Thank you, girl. Thank you. I appreciate you. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, wow, y'all. We have already gotten started uh, on an amazing start. I get to continue all of this greatness with Pearl Nelson from Homeside. I'm excited to learn about what they have in the works. Stay tuned, y'all. You're watching The Day with Trey.
0: Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you. Your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org.
4: One in every 500 African-Americans in the U.S. suffer some sickle cell disease. One in three African-American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One, appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org ourblood today to schedule an appointment at
0: a location near you. Hey, you guys, I'm Jay Martin Jr., the host of the Drive Project podcast, where we talk about passion, purpose, and possibility. It's available for you to listen on whereweconverge.com, SoundCloud. You can listen to it on Apple, Spotify, Google, and so much more. Real conversations with real people. And some of it is just me sharing my perspective. I can't wait for you to listen. Thank you so much.
3: COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, they talked to our lender, and saved our home. Because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Pearl Nelson from Homesite. What's up, Pearl? How are you?
1: Good. Good. How you doing, Trey?
2: I'm great. It's great to see you once again. Yes, and, indeed. you know, Homesite, very near and dear to my heart. Y'all are doing great work out here in community in terms of, you know, creating affordable home ownership opportunities, you know, and participating in affordable housing projects. So many different the things y'all program, are doing. The Sam Smith program. Come on. Yeah. You know, so many things yeah. that y'all are doing. And it's ne- Necessary Because we've been talking about the need for us to have generational wealth, particularly in communities of the global majority, where we see a decline in home ownership. So, Pearl, tell us a bit about your role at Homesite.
1: Well, at Homesite, I'm the assistant project manager for real estate development with uh, my amazing partner, boss, boss lady, woman, Uche, um, who's actually here today. Uh, and, um, you know, we get to create projects for affordable housing. We get to create projects that are sustainable. We get to create projects that will help the community and keep people in place instead of displaced.
2: Yeah, this so, is so necessary. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you, when you talk about the, the multitude of pathways there are, and really there's education that needs to happen and bring community along with us. Because when we talk about affordable housing in general, immediately a lot of folks' minds go to affordable rental housing, okay. but there are also pathways to affordable home ownership. I want to learn more about what what this new program has that, that HomeSite is doing for residential ownership. Tell us more.
1: Well, Olu is a limited equity co-op, and the co-op model is, we have co-ops here in the Northwest, but the limited equity co-op is a new uh, a new concept for our area here. Um, they have it in the East Coast, obviously, but here, we're trying something new, a pilot, to give people a chance to afford, but it's ownership. So you own, not only your by owning a share, but buying in, you own your share, but you own your unit, but you also own the whole building as a collective, mm-hmm. You know, and people do it, they have they have co-ops in Queen Anne, they have co-ops in Capitol Hill, but this one is on Othello and Martin Luther King. And the way we do it is by limiting the equity. You know, Normally, if you buy a single family home, the equity grows 3 to 8% typically per year. We limit the equity to 2% per year, so it stays affordable and it's affordable for the next person if, if you do decide to sell.
2: Yeah, this is. But you don't have
1: to sell either. That's the great thing about it. You could pass it on like any other asset to a family member.
2: And that's some of the stuff where the education comes in, Mm -hmm. because when we're talking about new models of ownership, that means that we need to be also ensuring that community understands what that model means, what it looks like for them if they were to become one of the owners uh, here. But I love this. I mean, studying urban studies, there was no such thing as human centric design Mm -hmm. when I was in school back Mm -hmm. in the day but yet i was able to understand some of the models on the east coast of things just like this co-ops limited ownerships you have all types of there's different community ways. land trusts one of my exactly, favorite models, exactly uh, exactly
1: you know there's, there's organizations that are that are that are here in the northwest that are doing the work homesite happens to be one of them and i'm so grateful to be a part of of homesite uh, you know i get to i get to work i get to work in the community i grew up in so i mean that's that's just you know i get to come back to the community I, I was sired and raised in South End. I was, I'm a, you know, I'm a Skyway Ranger Beach baby. So mm-hmm. like to be back, to be able to work right there is, is, it's it's, uh, it's amazing. It's
2: well, amazing. I'm so glad that you are and that you're bringing your brilliance mm-hmm. to Homesite. It's important that we have folks that are really rooted here because the understanding of our experience, our lived experience feeds into the role how have you been able to really pour in to this community that you you know that raised you and that you've been a part of for so long by understanding some of that deep history there
1: oh yeah well you know I was I was telling um I was talking to uh Pastor Braxton just mentioning you know my, my pops had a church on Rainier and Holden you know we had a little small storefront church on Rainier and Holden and um you know it's since been closed down my parents end up You know, not liking the the liquid sunshine and going to Vegas, but, you know, um, the kids are still here, you know. And, uh, you know, I was able to, you know, before I did this work, um, I was a a real estate agent doing residential and commercial. So I got to work with uh, Curtis Brown as the the real estate agent to help save the arches and give it back to the community. And, you Mm -hmm. know, me and my partner were able to donate some money to do that. But uh, really, my focus now is that's doing development, but also community-minded development, which is important. Yeah. You know, when I was as a kid, when I thought about developers, I thought about the Goonies and they're trying to take the neighborhood away. Yeah. You know, but there's a new and and when I get to work in some of these circles, there's 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 people that look you know that look like me. We're doing the work, you know, in affordable housing. You know, there's I see cats from Habitat, I see cats from from Homestead, I see you know myself, I see Uche, I see people doing the work that look like me, and it's it's all inspiring and the the thing is to mystify uh, um, development. Yeah. To not only you know not only for myself because I come from it from a, you know let's help you buy a house which you know I'm still in that mindset but it's like let's help build this area, and um, and I see other people doing the work and I'm just fortunate I get to I have a great teacher you know because we're always learning I'm still learning you know I'm still learning this 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 work so I'm just demystifying it for myself and ho- hopefully through this event we have June twenty fourth saturday at the new holly gathering space from 11 to 1 you know you get to talk to uche you get who's the developer of this project who came up with this amazing concept and brought it here you get to talk to marpak who's um you know poc you know general contractor and builder who we're you know we get to you know grab and, and grab from the community and take other people to build the project um we also have um the the architect who's also poc you know this is a um this is a project where it's the work has been put in now we just got to get people to know about it and prepare sorry <laughs> my bad to to know about it and, and be prepared you know you have to be prepared to 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 do this so you know 2 years of w2s you know be at your job uh, do your taxes have a credit score of 620 you know and and then then you could start thinking you know this is a, this is a, this is I can this is doable i've been yeah. at my job for 5 years or you know i've been at my job for 2 years i make between this much And for this particular project, it's 80% area median income. So if a single person making 70 and below can be a part of this project.
2: Well, I want to say here, Pearl, that this Mm -hmm. is an amazing... I'm just so glad to hear this Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, working at at Africatown Community Land Trust for a couple of years, I really dove into the multitude of different models of ownership. And I also love the land trust model, but people have that question about, but wait a minute, what am I getting any equity at all? So I love that we're getting that information up front. You know, if folks... uh, come to this event, uh, they're going to learn more about some of those parameters that they would need to meet. Because I know that the interest is abounding. Trust. I mean, I understand. It's
1: like 6.5, between 6.5, 6.7 right now. Oh, between 6.5 and 6.7. And who knows where it's going to grow. But this way, with this model, you can lock in your rate. Yeah, You know, lock in how much you're going to pay you know, that's, that's, you know, you're locked in.
2: And ownership is key Mm -hmm. to really establishing generational wealth. So Pearl, thank you so much. Tell us again, uh, how we get to this event, how they connect to home site, look right there, let everyone
1: know. All right. So June 24th from 11 to 4. 4 p.m., the new Holly Gathering Hall. We're going to be having an event. You get to talk to the architect. You get to talk to the developer, the general contractor. We get to sit down together. We get to break bread. So there's going to be food provided, child care provided, and you get to talk uh, we get to ask questions. We get to commune. It's basically what I said is it's a presentation and conversation, a community presentation and conversation, your pathway to residential ownership. So there
2: it is. Yeah. Pearl Nelson, thank you thank for you so the much, great man. work over there. Yeah. And thank you for being here. Anytime y'all have an update. Uh, Uche, you want to come back? We'll make it happen. Uh love to stay connected to this project and see it unfold and pr- create opportunities for those who are looking for affordable homeowners ownership and ownership in general to be a part of their community. Thanks so much for what you're doing. Thank
1: you so much. I appreciate you.
2: Absolutely. Wow. Y'all I get to wrap up all of this right after (laughs) this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching the David Trey.
0: Prosperity in black America. What will this require? Is black business prospering? Are we reaching women and minority owned businesses? achieve earning parity for wealth for our families do our children really have access to education will our families have choices for our children prison pipelines mass incarceration tearing our families apart a healthcare system not accessible to the masses the disproportionate termination of black women from corporate america when will we actually begin to address what's really at play do black people gain more power to help make these changes? This requires a lot of political will and courage. I'm that provocateur of change. I am Cindy Bright. Welcome to Heartbeat. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today and find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine.
4: One in every 500 African Americans in the U.S. suffer from sickle cell disease. One in three African American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a terrific episode today. I got to thank my guests. Huge shout out to Melinda and Pearl for being an inspiration today, not only to me, but to you as well. Uh, You heard it. There's ways for you to tap into the creative community with Meaningful Movies Project. Just Google them, find their website, find ways to volunteer, bring your brilliance there. If you are a young filmmaker or older filmmaker or whatever your age is, but you want to do film, you know, connect with the film community here as it is growing and building, you know, this is a perfect time for you to launch that film project that you've had in your head. And yes, I'm talking to myself too, because I got a couple up here I need to make happen. So I'm encouraging you to do that. And of course, if you are looking for another affordable home ownership opportunity, tap into this event on June 24th, right there at the New Holly Center. So y'all can find out more about this shared ownership model. I'm stoked about it. And I could have geeked out with Pearl all day about this because honestly, understanding the industry of affordable development, there are so many barriers that have to be faced for affordable developers to make projects happen. And when they involve community at the onset of that project, we get something that is so much more beneficial to community than if affordable developers just tried to do it on their own. So we need y'all to be plugged in to these amazing opportunities. If you're one of those folks that have been looking for a way to get into home ownership, I encourage you to go check out this amazing event because we know we need it in our community. And these are staple ways and sustainable ways to disrupt gentrification and bring us back to our communities that raised us. So if you are someone, I know thousands of people, they used to hit me up all the time. So if you know of someone who's looking for affordable home ownership opportunities, please share this knowledge with them. And y'all know I'm inspired by them. I want you to be inspired. You know, Pearl and Melinda have both showcased here today, some of the ways that they see themselves as a part of the solution. Take that note in and find your way to also be a part of the solution like they are. (laughs) And for me y'all until tomorrow at 11 a.m.